With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The guy telling the story. Blog Talk Wait. Radio. Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Late Show with Francie Weatherman. Christmas Carol, Dale TV special. Battery's not included. 
No sauce. No sauce. Okay. Okay, also speaking, like we were talking about Aaron D. Johnson. Yes, Honest Amish. Honest Amish, man. He sent us a package, Nick and I, a package of all these nice soaps cool. and everything. It smelled so good, I could actually smell it through the box. When I opened up the mailbox, I could smell. I mean, it, it smells really good, and it's packaged really pretty, and Nick thinks the soap is so pretty, he does not even want to use it because he loves it so much. So that's that's awesome. That's awesome stuff. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you. I have used the hand salve though. I have I have dipped my fingers in that, and it smelled really good. And let me tell you, I could tell the difference. So thank you, Aaron, for doing that. And Aaron will be calling in on our Christmas special also. So uh, speaking of uh, Nicholas Grabowski, owner CEO hey, of Black Red Cheek Books. Uh, that must be me. Yep. 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 Hey, yeah. Oh, hey, Nick. Yeah, hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, um, well, okay, I guess I'm supposed to talk about black bedsheet books. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That'll um, work. As a matter of fact, it looks like we've got a lot of stuff coming out. I've been working almost nonstop um, trying to get all this stuff out, but uh, there was supposed to be some things coming out that, that came out last week or over the weekend. Fred Weehy's Fright House, um, Amazon is, uh, we're having a problem with Amazon. They're listing for it. It's like a, there's kind of a couple of glitches. And so we're, uh, we're hoping that they fix that soon. And also uh, the hardcover for The Price of Fear, the, the Vincent Price book by uh, Joel Eisner, that was supposed to have come out this weekend in hardcover too. It's all ready, but Amazon keeps like uh, saying there's something wrong with the inside. You've got to fix this. And, you know, I've been through that before with them. But anyway, it's it's going to come out. So um, I'm going to be making cool. announcements for those on the Black Veggie Books group page and the main page. Um, um, and also, um, we are – and, and this, uh, these should come out this week, probably later on this week. But I, I've been working like – Actually, to give myself a break from one, I'd go on to another. So I've been working on three or four at the same time. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the second in our horror uh, classics collection, um, is going to be coming out very soon before Christmas with an in a special introduction by Raina Young. And uh, also um, Freak on a Moped by Chuck W. Chapman, who did the Charles Manson book for us. Um, he's a great author. This is a great... Uh, a book that uh, that I'm really excited about now that I've been working on it and I've read it and everything. So Chuck Chapman, if you're listening, it yes, it's coming out. And also Raina Young's Slasher Girl is going to be coming out probably next weekend if everything goes well. And like I said, if everything goes well, we're coming out with a slew of these that seem like they're coming out all at the same time because they're all like mostly finished Um uh, and I'm just keep you know like uh, going towards the finish line. Last but not least, and I know that Terry Horns is waiting for this too. That I've been actively working on the Ragman, so I even have it up uh, right now. And uh, it's uh, it's been formatted uh, to five by eight, so it's coming. And uh, I I stress that because as uh, Terry and I will probably talk about on the show. 
um, he submitted it to me like uh, before the coronavirus thing ever happened. So he's been waiting and waiting. He's been very patient, but it is coming out. And I, I hope that it comes out by next weekend. But anyway, yep, so that's the stuff going on here at Black Bed Sheet Books. Oh, as usual, blackbedsheetbooks.com, my stuff, downwarden.com, and all the blah, blah, blahs. Cool. All right, William, you wanted to make an announcement. Terry, I swear we're going to bring you on. Don't hang up. William, you wanted to make an announcement real quick. I, I, I do. I, I, I actually had something absolutely remarkable happen earlier tonight. And again, you know, I mean, it, it's it's a combination of being that time of season and everything else. Um, you know, I I don't even know the people that did this. So I, I just actually want to do just come up front and just say thank you. Um, quick backstory. Um, you know, those, you know, for, for those who don't know, uh, you know, you know, my wife works at Walmart, and this is at this time of year is pretty much a, a nightmare within itself. So, well, it's pure hell. Um, I work at Walmart too. So you know the feeling. Yep. So, um, yeah. So understandably, it's the uh, time of the year. Yep. Yep. You know. So uh, yeah. So she was uh, she was out the door by three thirty this morning. And uh, about 7.30 tonight, we finally had the chance to uh, go out and grab a quick bite to eat. And uh, understandably, when we were sitting, uh, we, we had stopped off um, uh, our uh, little uh, one of our little watering holes that we have here. It's called Dandy Donuts. And it's a little uh, cafe, restaurant, and bakery all wrapped into one. So, you know. We uh, we sat down and uh, understandably she started dozing off while sitting at the uh, table there, and we put our orders in and uh, you know me being me for the lack of a better word you know I was just like well if you could stay awake long enough you know the uh, the owner uses uh, brioche bread so don't worry when the French toast comes out it'll make for a nice fluffy pillow but you know you're gonna have to be careful with the powdered sugar and. Uh, so the long story short, lo and behold, uh, the owner comes out, uh, brings the food out, and uh, tells us that the couple that were that had left the countertop uh, a few moments prior actually paid for our dinner. Oh, and nice. wanted to relay the message, Merry Christmas. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... Like I said, I, I don't know who they are or anything like that, but I, I just wanted to take this opportunity and just say thank you because, uh, you know, that, that was remarkable. Yeah, <laughs> it, really it doesn't happen every day. Yeah, so that's no, cool. <laughs> Especially you know, in really today's cool. Yeah, that's yep. awesome. Yeah. Yep, without a doubt. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, well, say, say, thank you uh, wherever you are, folks. <laughs> yeah, that kind of makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside to know there's still good people out there. It does, oh, yeah. you know. So very, very awesome. And Tom, any big announcements with you? Oh, just like I was telling you earlier, I'm working on a short story called Blood Red Snow. It deals with the uh, kind of the horror of the Battle of Stalingrad and how a German officer's officers trying to get out of it and what that leads to and everything so but it's for my uh one of my 
uh, two uh, books I'm working on, In Rod We Trust Revisited and In Rod We Trust at last. So after that, I'm done with In Rod We Trust. Much to tell everybody's <laughs> No <laughs> more Rod, right? <laughs> yeah, no more Rod. You know, but so, you know, Rod's but, your friend now, so... Oh yeah, but, but, but wait, wait till next year. Then we're gonna have uh, Todd, Rod's brother. Yeah. <laughs> there you well, go. That, hey. that, just, just, I'll probably get back to the novels. I think that after this, I'm gonna do you know a bunch of novels in a row. You know. Nice. Well, so I got one in the works plan. called The Werewolves. Of, got one in the works that I partially started called The Werewolves of Drackle, which is about the history of a town that's had some strange stuff in it in Romania. So, cool. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. That's awesome. You guys are always so busy. Well, well you know, the idea keeps coming. You know. Yeah, the the idea has hit you. You know. So, I figure if I keep writing, maybe I'll keep living. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Kids are joking at warp way of looking at it, but you know, hey. Get, get busy writing or get busy dying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or living, you know. <laughs> yeah. Living is yeah. writing. Or writing is living, you know. Don't forget so. the coffee, though. No. Well, there's some kind of caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> but. All right. So. All right. Anybody else? Wait. There's just well, the three of them. Get Harry Horns on. Yes. Let's bring him on. The man of the hour, my drum roll. Yeah. Let's see if he's got some announcements. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Terry. Ah. Good evening. How are hey, you? Terry, how are we doing? Good, e- good evening to my Black Bed Sheet family and everyone else. I'm doing pretty good. How are hey, you guys? How's it going, man? Pretty good. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're well, all going to paradise. Thank you, Nick. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. good. We're doing good. Yeah. Glad to have yeah, you. hanging in there. So glad he's here. Wait, wait, wait. I'm so God. glad. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad he's uh, not but, in but Facebook. That's nobody's fault. But, uh, yeah, but you know, on online, on Facebook and stuff, it's like, yeah, I see some of his stuff that sometimes I, I steal and put on Horror Nation. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we just, we have an understanding. We know how busy everyone is and and no sweat, you know. We we know we'll contact each other when we need to. There we go. Oh well yeah, yeah. And besides, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of think of you every day because uh the doll that you sent me <laughs> that you had made and sent me, um, in honor of the Ragman book, um, I, I see every day. Sometimes I carry it around the house with me. He does. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, just nice. the other day I was I was sitting at my desk and uh Nick started coughing and I looked up I looked up at where where he was coughing at and he had his little doll peeking around the corner at me. <laughs> so yeah, he, he, he loves that doll. <laughs> he loves yeah, that doll. like when I when I got that it reminds me of the song <laughs> from uh that Ebenezer Scrooge movie with Albert Finney. Uh, the musical Christmas Carol, where uh, oh, yeah. he goes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that song. God, I'm yeah. I remember that song. 
Yeah. Black Bedsheet Books now presents Nicholas Grabowski's Greatest Hits. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't, you, didn't know you could sing like that and hold a tune. That's I think good. it's a classic stage place. We'll, yeah. we'll have to upgrade you. We'll have to we'll have to upgrade you to a a battery operated one next time. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be in the <laughs> sequel to the Ragman where they're uh, battery operated. All right. Or, yeah, or or no, uh, we can make a statement of like 5G, have it integrated into. But that's more like the the Chucky remake, though, in a way. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, we want to avoid that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ragman's better than Chucky, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't know if you ever if you ever seen that uh, YouTuber uh, Minty, the ten things you didn't know, Minty, the comedic arts. No. Oh, okay. Well, he did. He did a uh, one um, for Halloween Four. Ten things you didn't know about Halloween Four. And Nick and him are friends on Facebook, and he's actually been a guest on the show. And uh, Nick actually put. I call it Little Nick. Nick actually put Little Nick in the video, and Minty put it in the video. Kept it. Oh yeah, he gets like millions of views. He he uh, he's been doing it for a long time. He's one of the one of the better YouTube channels where you want to know everything about a certain movie, top ten stuff. But he's really good at it, and I started watching him, so we kind of hooked up. And he asked me to be a guest on it to film a little something about Halloween Four. And I had a little mini me up uh, uh, and stuff. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to give you the link. We'll have to. Show, As a matter um, of fact, it's yeah. on my freaking Facebook page up at the top. Yeah, it's your, it's your cover photo too. So, so yeah, you know, there, there's you. a testament for you. Ta-da. That's great. Yeah, I've watched a lot of uh, interviews with Nick and, and on YouTube. I've watched different ones, but I don't think I've seen that one. Oh yeah, we'll we'll have to uh, we'll have to sh- uh, we'll give you the link. It's actually really good, yeah, because he said there's a novelization, and he had Nick talk uh, talk about the how how he came up with the book. So yeah, yeah, Min- Minty as a uh, as, as a character is really really interesting because when when he was on the show, you could see that he's actually a very quiet and very shy gentleman. But you don't yeah. see that when you see when you when you go to the link, you see the more, you know, the stage persona per se. But um, you know, the guy does his homework, so it's really really cool to see some of the tidbits and trivia that he you know comes across. I I will warn you though, when you start when you watch one video of his, you're gonna binge watch him. Yes. <laughs> you you don't you can't <laughs> stop with one. You will binge watch. Anyways, Terry. Yes. How you doing? I'm oh, we doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm so glad to see you. I, I was actually thinking. I was like, you know, I haven't heard from Terry. I better message him. Wait, is he in Facebook jail? Because every time I turn around, yeah. you're always in jail. <laughs> uh, welcome <laughs> to that club. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Is is Tom? Is Tom Sawyer here with us? Yes, yes I am. Yeah. Yeah, he he yeah. likes a lot of the stuff that in, I end up in jail over. So, <laughs> well, that's okay. I end yeah, up in jail too. I was so telling, I, I was telling James brothers tonight. brothers from you know their mothers, you know. Right. I was telling James tonight that I think if you log in, you're you're put in jail. Because every time I look at, every time right. I turn around, 
you're in jail. It's like, you're like, hey, you I'm, I'm out of space from jail. What did he do this time? And you, you have no say. You have no defense. It's just the stuff is ridiculous. Some of it is just. Uh, yeah, because I got put in jail because I just said good riddance to some criminal getting killed. I thought, well, good. I said, I'm glad they shot him in the face. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but yeah, you're criminal. What do, I, what do I have to care? Yeah, but, but yeah, it's kind of stupid, though. Uh, you know, when, when they walk you through it, they're like, well, you know, we consider this to be bullying and hate speech, and that's that we don't like that here because we like a friendly atmosphere. Was this helpful to you? A multiple time criminal. I mean, you know, shit. I mean, he, he had a record a mile long, and he ended up shot, breaking into someone's house. What the hell? I mean, good riddance. You know, that's what? bullying. <laughs> I know, but I just like that whole. Was this helpful? <laughs> <laughs> to give you an example of how ridiculous it is, I think I posted a meme one time that, you know, I didn't make the meme. I just copied it, and uh, it said something like, hey, times are tough. I'm going to uh, start selling my nudes um, or $5 for a nude or $25 not to receive a nude. And that was the meme. Oh, and nice. they, they put me in Facebook jail for that, and it said, you know, what do you think? why we did this and I was like they gave me options and I put you know you're missing the point of it and they <laughs> got back to me and said no uh, you know this violates our community standards whatever man well, I ain't got no damn something of humor Jesus yeah I mean well, I, I, I know um, yeah I, I, I got two weeks for uh, for sharing uh, Led Zeppelin for uh, suspected <laughs> child porn the house is a whole huh? yep yeah. Okay, I I'm I'm still a part of the uncool club. I have never been placed in Facebook jail before. <laughs> okay, well you got to try at least one stupid thing. It's like <laughs> it's like you got a bunch of oversensitive wussies that got to monitor it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. while you're, when you're in jail and you, you scroll Facebook, still you see things that are like just blow your mind. Like that's on there, but you got me for this. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So. I think that's ridiculous that uh, I won't send you a new pay me twenty. That's that's brilliant. <laughs> that's absolutely brilliant. But hey, so, I mean, you know, makes things more fun that way, though. <laughs> oh, Terry, you're always putting putting the funny stuff on there, so I got to laugh at it. So you know, yeah. But that's just, I think it's that's author's warped sense of humor, anyways, y'all. The horror authors got weird, uh, you know, we're warped, but we're fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, now, Terry, I I, I know that you've uh, probably been asked this a hundred times, so apologies if I'm a hundred and first, but, you know, of of your stuff, I've been a huge fan of Ragman, and... What uh, what what inspired you to actually write it in the first place? Um, you know, was just just like a uh, woke up one morning the idea hits you, or no, it was directed at me or, or Nick? To you. Oh, okay. Well, well, you, involve, you you that, go for it. <laughs> yeah, that all involved Nick. Um, it was the story was originally written by Nick, I believe, in the early nineties. And yeah, 1989. China. It was um, my 89. second. 
um, uh, third, well, there's Prey Serpent's Prey, Halloween 4, and then The Ragman came out in okay. 1989. I've never seen a physical copy of it. But um, I, I, uh, uh, I, I actually had to dig to make sure that it was published, and it was. You could find it in books and print for that year. Um, but uh, I sent it to the publisher, and not long after, they didn't pay me for even Halloween 4, Prey, Serpent's Prey. They ended up folding up like a little bit later. I got a bunch of books under them, and the Ragman has been forever elusive. But I've always had the manuscript and everything. So eventually I decided, you know what, I've got like some stuff in my file cabinets. Maybe I'll get one of my authors uh, to be interested in one of them, and then they could take it and run with it and uh, turn it into something else. Because the Ragman itself, I wasn't really, I didn't really like too much. There's some problems with the writing that I I could have gone back on and stuff, but uh, back in the day um, when uh, my publisher was saying, even though they didn't pay me, do you have anything else? Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I, I wrote The Ragman and sent it to them um, in a hurry, and uh, then I never heard anything, and pretty soon they were bankrupt, and so then I had to do my research and find out, okay, what exactly did they publish of mine that I don't know about? And yeah, sure enough. But um, And I've talked to some people that said that they read it, but uh, I've never been able to locate a copy. So anyway, this is kind of like a resurrection. And I've been oh, looking okay. through. Um, uh, uh, Terry's probably really, really anxious to hear all the juicy details of what I think about this and that about it. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it, he, he did a great job. Um, and so anyway, um, it, Terry can take it from here. Then we'll like, you know, back and forth pretty soon. Yeah. Cool. Well, see, I learned, yeah. I learned something new on that one. Cause Nick, I'll, I'll be the first to, admit, I, I only knew of your work from Prey, Serpent's Prey and Halloween. So, <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Uh, yeah, there, there's a rich like uh, thing. You gotta the Everborn is is uh, probably my mm. best, and then there's Red Wet Dirt and stuff. But uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. This is Terry's show. He's got <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff that he's done. So, um, most yeah. of which, or all of which, actually the big ones are um, all published by me. Beautiful. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Um, so Terry, so, what yeah, is your process man. in writing? Oh, my process. Man, how do you, you know? Yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, I kind of go into a. Uh, I don't know what I'll say. Um, I just really get involved in that. Like I lock down basically. Everything else is shut down. Um, that fills my mind completely um, for months. It seems for me it's usually a three-month uh, uh, deal. That's what my previous novels have been like, and it's uh, it's uh, I kind of have a beginning, and I, I cinematically see these things in my mind: the beginning, the end, the middle, and then I go from there. And a lot of it, man, it's just fun because it, it happens as I'm writing. It, it takes me and twists me, but there is one thing, that, a technique that I'll share with you that I've kind of found that works for me, and I might have mentioned it before. It's when I'm 
coming up with a uh, an idea, a plot line in the story, mm-hmm. a segment of the story, and I start thinking about it and maybe jotting down some notes. Um, I don't keep I don't really keep any notes or anything. Maybe just a loose outline, but I'll start to think of a situation that's going to happen, level maybe a chapter of it, and then I'll I'll go. You know what? I'm going to like start turning this stuff around, like think the opposite way. Because I think a lot of times, you know, I've seen so many horror movies. I've read so many books. And sometimes, I mean, it's original, but how original can things be sometimes, you know? Everything's oh, yeah. done before. So when you do that flip, it kind of just sparks something. It changes things. And it makes it fresh for me. That's just one little technique. Um, with the Ragman, though, I, I really believe, see, when I was going through Nick's uh, credits and, and reading his stuff and entering his world of fiction, I kept running across the Ragman, the title. And so I think I reached out to him a long time ago. You might not remember it, but I poked him a couple of times just through email or when we were talking, um, you know, I'd really like to read that. And, you know, he kind of said, Oh, well, yeah, that one, you know, I can't, I don't really have, I can't find. And that, I just always wanted to read that. And so when he approached me, you know, for, to do that, it was so awesome. And nice. it just, it, yeah. Yeah, so not only did yeah, you read it, very you well. could write it. What was that? I'm sorry. Oh. Nick said it turned out very well. Oh, thank you. Yeah, not only did you get to read it, but you also got to rewrite it. So that's, that is pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to re. I asked him. He gave me complete. You know, I wanted to reimagine it, and because it did, it it does. It's the manuscript that he gave me was. It's a great story. I I know he says he didn't like it and that you know whatever reasons, but it's really awesome, and it, it, it combines a lot of cool horror um, ideas from, and it, it fits the time period when he wrote it. So you know, I want it to kind of like, and plus you know. Um, I guess uh, his locale, you know, where he's from. And I wanted to kind of pull that and change it and just bring it up to more, but yet keep that retro feel to it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. there's a lot of Easter eggs in it. So if you, if you read the original, if you ever get a chance to read it, and then you read the reimagined version, there's lots of Easter eggs in it and lots of strange coincidences outside of the book when I was writing it, which I'll share later on. Cool. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was a great, great story, and I had a great time writing it, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I know when uh, I was walking through out there earlier today, Nick was like, oh, my gosh, I did not realize Terry did all this cool stuff at the back of the book, like how to build a ragman. So Nick was really <laughs> excited about that. Right, right. Yeah, right. all that stuff, I, I didn't see that part for some reason. I've been just focused on the text and everything. When I got uh, to uh, the end, I was going, oh, yeah. And then I was going to hit you up for it. There's, uh, there was some missing um, images, but I found them on, uh, on a, a PDF. So I got those. And so I'm just, uh, I've been like uh, fervently formatting um, the book into a five by eight. And um, mm-hmm. I, I'm keeping, uh, the only thing is there's, there's a couple of, of stuff like, um, uh, a lot of quotes from bands. Uh, I don't think we can get yeah. the permission. It might not be wise to include them. And 
then yeah. there's uh, one time that you uh, that you uh, um, put a um, trademark after Build a Bear trademark <laughs> symbol, and we don't we you, you don't need to do that. So, you know stuff right, like right. that. But uh, yeah. now I, you know I'm reading it as I'm telling uh, you details. I didn't intend yeah. for you to be able to use the bands, uh, the lyrics, and stuff. I put that in there for you know just our enjoyment. I you're, I know the original had a a lot of them in there too, I believe. It's been a while. Yeah, but, I think but so. But it kind of inspired me to do that, yeah. And um, I think I with this one, I finished it and then went back and, and included a uh, a bonus chapter, uh, an alternative ending to that. So I don't know. If, did you get that file too? Yes, I got that too. Yeah, that was uh, the yeah. end. I was going, oh, this doesn't have a chapter number. What, what's this right. about? Right. And I, well, for me, the inclusion of the uh, uh, instructions to create the ragdoll—it's really creepy. And how to summon the ragdoll, the, the ragman demon? Yeah. Yeah. So that's—I thought that—that's great. That's great. It really works. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We can't, uh, we can't share that. Yeah. Yeah. I, secret. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Nick was really impressed when he seen that. He's like, wow, I didn't even notice this. This is great. Look what he did at the end. And this little thing at the end of the book. Uh, also, too, uh, um, I've been wrapping the uh, cover uh, around my head uh, for a while. And uh, I, the more, I think maybe it's probably a good thing that it took some time to actually do it because I, I, I wanted to, where other authors are concerned, I have deadlines, and I never really set a deadline for this. I wanted to take my time and turn out, make it turn out to be the best that I can. Not that I don't do that with every author, but, you know, I, it, it had kind of me involved in it, and, um, uh, and it had no deadline, so it's all kinds of other reasons why it's taken so long, but... Um, but also uh, by looking at it and looking at I, I kind of like more and more what you did with the cover, and I don't think I'm going to alter it in any way except maybe fuzz out the skulls on the border um, uh, just because that's a typical recognizable um, image, a border image. Um, so I think I'll just make it black, but uh, nobody else knows what I'm talking about, but uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, but anyway, I'm actually looking, staring at it right now from across the room. I have that. Usually when I'm working on a book, uh, I have the, um, if there's a cover for it, I usually use that as like inspiration and stuff. Everything going, have this you, is this is the latest book, so I'm working on it. There's the cover. Have, <laughs> have you decided uh, if you're going to write a foreword, which I, I really think you should? Yeah, I know, I know. Um, yeah, um, I want to get the book out as soon as possible. I think taking a forward will take a little bit of um, reflection going through, kind of refreshing my memory with some of the original. But I could probably get that done in time, though, because I, I knew you'd ask that. <laughs> and um, it would. I, I, I do agree that it would be appropriate, too, so... But I want to. I don't want to just say, "Hey, this is a great book, and you should read it." I want to, like, right. you know, make it literate and uh, stuff. Yeah. So it's 
going to have to, I'm going to, a lot of the stuff um, in what you did reminds me of everything from from uh, me writing it back then. And like, uh, and, and some questions come to mind too, like, um, like, and nobody else will know what we're talking about but me and you, but the relationship between Alex and his dad, uh, did I write it like there, it was amicable? Because I don't remember. I think he didn't like his dad in mine, but he likes his dad in yours. Yeah. It, now, it's it's been a while since I wrote this. Okay. So, uh, I, I, you know, it's going to take me a moment to remember some oh, that's of all it. Right. It has, um, has been a while. But too. I, do, I do know that I just kept elements from, you know, I changed some of the character, maybe gender-wise. Um, and there's elements of uh, of the different characters, but yeah, I, that was totally um, different with the with Alex and the father. Ah, okay, what yeah, yeah, that's that's what I thought. Uh, you kept um, uh, most of the names, like um, like uh, the characters of uh, Sally and Crystal, mm-hmm. uh, which in reality are based on two friends of mine, um, Cindy and Krista. Uh, okay. That I put in there back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the whole rags from the real thing. That uh, at the I think it was in the first chapter or something. At Alex's dad shows him says, "Hey, I was part of this band a long time ago," um, and uh, the title of the album was "The Rags from the Real." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Oh. I, I would have to reread um, yours. Yeah, you would. I, I don't expect you to remember everything, but you will. You will, because it's coming out though finally. So <laughs> awesome. Can't like this sit for too long, and I'm I'm ready to put out a bunch of stuff. I, I've been like ready to go since before Halloween, and Halloween took all of my time. And now that I'm free from Halloween, I have a love-hate relationship with Halloween because of that. It's like I'm totally devoted to Halloween when it's going on, but I'm not free to do anything else, it it seems like. So, but now I've had all of that, like, behind me, all that steam. So, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And before the year is up. Now, uh, now, Terry, go, going back to um, you, you're talking about lyrics and uh, random bands and things like that. Whenever you start any uh, writing projects, do you have any uh, playlists that uh, you know you kind of build to kind of go along with the theme of the story, or um, do you have any particular bands that you enjoy listening to more than others? Um, no, not not for me. Um, maybe Nick, do you? use uh, music to inspire you? A lot of soundtrack music. Orchestral soundtrack music. I'm obsessed oh, with it. He is. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 loves, he loves soundtracks and stuff like that. Especially horror, fantasy, and science fiction soundtrack music. Very and you line, you, and you line that up? You line, do you line that up with the mood that you want to no, I just have to no. have something playing in the background, but not something uh, like Aerosmith, which I love, which is in my face, and I have to stop like every couple of paragraphs and sing along with them. Just something in the background <laughs> that's like kind of a medium space, kind of, you know, study music. 
so I and I do have a big jazz collection now. Um uh so I, I listen to a lot of especially world music, uh, music from other countries and other languages, a lot of uh, Turkish and Arabic. A lot of times I go on YouTube and download DJs uh, from other countries that are playing that kind of stuff. And so I um, um, I like to listen to a lot of those, like, uh, DJs playing like that kind of stuff while I'm working. And, and then Francie comes in and I go, that's my own personal DJ right there. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I just I got all that set up. Uh, I, I have a soundtrack record collection, and I used to work to that, but I would have to turn the record over. and I did. So now, you know, I got it streaming from my TV, just about anything I want. So from soundtracks to anything. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, so... So uh, so Terry Horns, I've been calling him Horns for a long time. I told him that he should um, uh, he should probably have more use of his name um, in in the public eye on his books instead of just Horns. Um, some some people have told me uh, over the years and stuff about how Horns isn't that like Stephen King's son wrote that book? No, that's that's a, an author's name too. So it's good that you like latch on. So it's now and forever Terry Horns instead Correct. of just Horn. Um, right. Where did you get the name Horns? Um, so that uh, when I wrote my first uh, short story, um, I decided upon that. And um, that was probably in 1990 <laughs> or around there. 1999. And, I'm afraid uh, to mark that name. It's just, it, it was actually a, a passage from the Satanic Bible. And the sign of the horn shall appear to many rather than the few. Oh, and see, now I, I was thing. looking at it. I, I thought it was because you were born under the sign of the goat. And that's another, yeah. That, that, that. Ah, see. We can throw that in there. I like to throw coincidences all tie stuff together. But yeah, that that's the original creation for that. You know, the horns, the the devil horns, rock and roll, but not the not the Gene Simmons I love you, but the devil horns, the Dio. <laughs> the horns. <laughs> the big guy. And then, I, yeah. and then when what my first thing? novel came out, um, with Nick, uh Chop House, um, it was right around mm, that time that, uh, the Joe Hill horns. Started, so yeah, and and the uh, I believe the lettering for it was so similar, but I was like, ah, that must be <laughs> the collective collective consciousness machine at work. So Joe Hill somehow, ta- or he might have seen something that I put out. No, you never know. Well, I think the big difference between you and and that horns is it was about a guy that grew horns that had horns. And so it was called horns. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything that you're talking about. So they're two totally separate things that happen to be the same name. Right. It was Harry Potter. Right. I think I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've I haven't seen it either. I'm not a. I only saw the first one and a half Harry Potter movies, but I think this was. Um, yeah, they uh, they Joe Hill, uh, Stephen King's son, wrote the book, and then they made a movie out of it. And it happened to um, 
star uh, in the title of the guy with the horns, um, the same guy that did Harry Potter. I forgot his name now. Daniel but, uh, Radcliffe. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, but um, Terry Horns actually is more unique, and there's part of you in that name, and I, I really like that too. So. And uh, you know it'll catch. The more people, the more people that realize how great of an author you are, and read your books, the more commonplace it will be. I appreciate that. I another story that I go with sometimes is I have a, a scar on my forehead, a, a scar, and I always say that I was born with horns and they had to remove them. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a name for that, like a medical term. I forget. I, I, I knew the time, and I used to play around with that. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So actually, uh, those of you that want to know a little bit more about uh, Terry Horns, uh, back when Chop House came out, we did a a a trailer for the book, which I'm still proud of. I want to go back to that doing animation trailers like that. That's one uh, of the original on, ones, and I still, every time it. I look at it, I still like it. <clears throat> do it, Francie. you got to do it. You know what I'm talking about? Mmm, uh, Chop House. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she it. she voiced that in the in the trailer. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah and when great. he was editing it, I would sit there when he was editing it, and I could hear him editing it with the audio. I was like... Mmm, Chop House, saying it with it, and he finally had to say, will you be quiet? I'm trying to edit this. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Because <laughs> I kept saying it every time it came on. And he was like, shut up, in a nice way. It was more like, can you stop doing that? <laughs> so, yeah, that that was that was cool to see that come up. So, yeah. Yeah. Also, um, um, for uh, for people that don't know, um, the the kinds of books, and this is the reason why I I I, I chose um, Terry for the, uh, the the Ragman thing too, was because um, it, it's not his books just aren't simply very well written, but um, they they're um, they're all like kind of like slasher books. They have that. Um, visceral quality to them and uh, I, I wanted a little bit more of that for the ragman and things and and so I I kind of refer to horns as, as uh, uh, one of my slasher authors uh, and what uh, what draws you to uh, write in that particular niche of the genre I just think that everyone even though they don't you know they won't admit it they love it I mean, that I grew up on that. That's that's really where I cut my teeth on horror, as all the way five years old on up. And there's just something. I, it's just not. It's so much more. Your natural cutoff too. It, yeah, it's so much more than hack and slash. It's the characters that. Um, and I'm not talking about film because you know how that translates to film. Some of those are real shallow. But there's. I love the <laughs> stories. I love the stories behind them. The backstories to slashers a lot. You know the revenge, whether it's supernatural or not, whatever. I really love the backstories and the characters. And there was an author that one time he had reviewed my story in, um, I think it was Station House uh, number one. And he had 
mentioned something to the effect that um, in my book that he's read, the, my character shaped the story and not the other way around. I, I, I kind of I was you know, happy with that. That was a nice compliment that, you know, you're there with the character and it's driving the story and the surroundings. So, but yeah, I love slashers. That's really the reason, just those, the creativeness of uh, the backstory and then the type of killer and the type of slasher. And then, you know, in, in a novel and fiction, literature, you can add so much more to the characters. Do you agree? Anybody well, agree with that? Or? Well, you know, that, that actually yeah, shows in your work, though, because you do care about characters. That's, that's, uh, that's uh, one of the things that makes a great writer, too. You have to flesh everything out. Um, and characters, situations, the plot, the whole nine yards, but caring about the character, if you don't care about the characters, then it doesn't make for a suspenseful yeah. thriller. Nope. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I always say that uh, you know, when it comes to putting any of the stories together, uh, you know, I, I see my characters like uh, living children. You know, the, those, those are my heads. So. Yeah. And you got to name yeah. them just right, too. They've got to be named they, perfect to fit the yep. character, I think. You know. Yep, you know, the, doubt. they are. They're 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 parts of you. It's like you gave birth to literary literary children. You know. Yeah, I, well, I admire I admire you, Tom. Your creative ability. It's just it's amazing. You you're just so prolific. You just nonstop, oh, man. You. It's it's oh, awesome. My brain don't shut off. My wife gets after me sometimes, <laughs> but it just you know I'll look at something. Hey, why you know it's just it's weird. So, you know, I just kind of, I don't know. It's just, it's, sometimes I wish it would shut off and give me a break, but it's like, oh, damn, you know, that could be a good story. So, you know, but thank you. Yeah. I appreciate the compliment. You know, that's really nice of you. I do appreciate that. No problem. You know, so what's in the works for you, Terry? I mean, what, what do you got coming up next? What's your latest, uh, what can we look forward to? Well, I've I've got so much on the back burner and so busy. I don't want to make excuses. You know, like I know we all know how life is. And, oh yeah, get in the way sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, I have no shortage of ideas to write, stories to create, and also um, going into the gaming area, the tabletop role playing game. And Sweet. Oh, cool. I think I'm working on there. So. Really cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I still have all my dice from my uh, D&D uh, days. So uh, there you go. Get them ready. I'll, 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 I'll get them polished and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and we we all know how busy Nicholas is. Man. Oh, yeah. How he does that. That's another thing. Wish I had his energy. Just <laughs> a one-man operation. And the scale. Yeah, and, and since 2008, too, I can't believe it. Uh, I, well, I, I I used to always say it too. I'll keep doing this until I die. And uh, yeah, that sounds like that's. I hope to keep doing it until I'm like a hundred. Um, but uh, you know, I still that's my lot in life, and I've accepted it. And you know, it's got to run its course throughout. 
whatever goes on with me, I still have to do it. And you're well, publish write more, get more authors, and I gotta like write more myself too. But uh, still, it's uh, and and I love to do it. I'd rather do this than anything else, except maybe every once in a while I go on a stage and sing something. I kind of miss doing that. Uh, if you don't know what I sing like, I got it on YouTube. But I, I actually can sing. <laughs> um, or I could, like, just talk through things like William Shatner. But, no, I, I actually... Yeah, there we go. Like a meatloaf <laughs> and a Bon Jovi voice. Um, it's kind of after so many packs of cigarettes. It's like, I don't know. But, um, anyway, John Mellencamp smokes, and he still has a good voice. Anyway. No, sure um, <laughs> Do you yeah, play well, piano, too, don't you? Do you play piano, Nick? I yes, I play piano. I, I used to play yeah. piano in church and wanted to be a Christian rock singer. And I even actually this uh, uh, the guy that um, that uh, comes over and helps us uh, Shane for uh, Halloween and stuff. He's uh, gotten to get the notes uh, beyond Halloween, and he's been coming over here. He uh, actually took uh, a big folder of my um, uh, compositions. Uh, most of which are from back in the church days, so that he can uh, um, he knows how to read music and he can like uh, play them. And around about Christmas time, I guess he's going to come back and we'll sing a few of them. We might even video it. I don't know, but yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, I have a big music history. But fact of the matter is, when you're um, when you're young. And you have two roads ahead of you. One is music and one is books. And you look at all the stuff, that all, all the shit that um, bands have to go through in order to pound the pavement, go everywhere, do all this stuff. Or you could go the other route and you can write books in your closet. And then when it's done, you could go out and pound the pavement. But you don't have to, like... Uh, do gigs, you could do book signings, but it's so much easier that way. And I have so much in me. Um, and I met other writers that it's the same thing. It's, you know, you have so much in you that why not go the easier route? It might not be easy in some respects, but compared to being a rock star, <laughs> you know, I mean, I could probably, if I chose the music route by now, I could be like a almost like a has-been, had a couple of albums out, nobody cares. Uh, and, and But instead, I could get all this stuff out of my head, all these stories, and it's up to me to actually write the stuff. And, and, and then once it's done, you know, it's like uh, put it out there in the world, however you can. And, and it's, it's different, so I'm glad that I chose that instead of... I could have been just a loser musician, not that musicians are losers, but I could have been, like, different. And uh, I, it's so much better with rap. I've been writing ever since I was a kid. And I've always loved music and did that stuff, and it's really great to go out and get stuff out of your system, especially if you can carry a tune and have a good voice. Go out there for, like, five minutes and belt out something, have everybody applaud, and then you can go in the go home. <laughs> that, that's what I used to do in karaoke all the time. That was such a rush. But then what would I do when I came home? I would go and write and work on like the Everborn or Red Wet Dirt some more. 
and everything. So and and at parties with napkins, just right and right and right. You could writing is more powerful than anything else that you can do. Even stand up in front of people and sing. That's powerful too. But the written word is is uh, something that I mean. The written word is behind. If there were, if if it wasn't for the written word, um, there would be no lyrics to songs. So you know, for oh. rock stars. So it all boils down to that. So if you could get that right, then um, then you, what you do with it after it can inspire people. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh-huh. your own legacy is what it is. Yeah, so that that's the whole. I didn't mean to go on for that long, but yeah, uh, yeah, that uh, yeah. But I I do have a rich music history. It's just oh. Oh. yeah, writing is well, just so much more important. In a way, too, I think we're entertainers in another sense, maybe not singers or actors, but my belief is, and that's my major rule for every story I write, whether it's a short one or a long one, number one, number two, number three rule, be entertaining, be entertaining, be entertaining. Tell a good story, go. but be entertaining. That's, that's by, you know, because you're competing with other books, TV shows, movies. You don't want to bore your audience, and I think as in a sense, it's we're not, entertainers, and we want to be entertaining. entertaining. And our it's not necessarily complete. entertaining. I don't think that's the right word for it because it doesn't have to necessarily or, or do be entertaining you. It has to be engaging. Engaging. Okay, there would be a better word. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't forget it. Engaging, Sometimes entertaining. You can use both, I guess, you know, but, yeah, I agree. Oh, well, yeah. Engaging, definitely. Yeah. You because know, because I mean, let, lest we forget, we could we could be entertained by something that looks really stupid, but if we're engaged by it, it has our full attention. Talk well, yeah. about the double whammy. No matter it, what it is, engaged and entertained. Uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, I'll change my definition. You could be entertained in a, a really like a dark, really weird, scary way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm into. That's what uh, you, Tom, Terry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we write yeah. horror, and uh, and William um, uh, writes other stuff, but it's great. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, I mean, uh, I, uh, us horror geek people, um, it's it's why we write horror in the first place, because it's not just entertaining; it's engaging in a very like um, you know, a kind of a, like a I always thought that horror, I don't know about you guys, but it adds an element of um, gripping people's attention, making them fear, making them, there's a whole process through like a horror story. Sometimes there's redemption, salvation. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes at the end there's desolation and you, you're left with going, oh, my God, you know, there's no hope. <laughs> but yeah. um, but it, it draws you in and with great characters and everything like that. But I mean, it, it draws you into another place that's not all <clears throat> cherry blossoms and sunshine and it's lollipop. so versatile. It's so versatile. Yeah. It can it ble- it bleeds and creeps into all the genres. I think it's a roller coaster ride of the literary thing more than any other genre. You're up, you know, kind of go up the plateau, hills and valleys, the plateaus, and ups and downs, and 
drills around the corner and stuff like that. There's more of that than there is in some of the other, you know, genres, I think, personally. But that's just me. There's horror in everything. I've always said, uh-huh. like, even Lifetime movies is like there's, like, wannabe horror movies. They have so much drama and conflict, and people get killed, people get cheated on people i mean you know there could be horrors in gardening and yeah, go, oh my god there's so many weeds here i don't know what to do and that is stress which equals to a certain kind of horror there's horror in everything there could be horror in bliss yeah. i could go on with that yeah i walked up to, i walked up to the kitchen sink today and i said oh my gosh there's a sink full of dishes. How did this happen? The oh, the horror. horror. The gremlin. What, what do you think, Perry? The terror. Yeah, I agree. Totally. <laughs> dishes are no. dishes are frightening. No. No, no, I, I think probably the one scariest line that could sum horror up to the T would be, I'm sorry we run out of coffee. Uh, well, I, you know, I don't. I don't drink coffee, so. Oh, I I I practically live on it. So. Better <laughs> <laughs> yeah. run a beer. I don't know. Yeah, that, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> or my mine would be. I'm sorry, we only have coffee. That would be horrifying oh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's better yet. That's what, that's what I'll just swipe over and I'll be like, I brought a box of tea. We'll do some trade and we'll talk books for a little while. How's that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Works for me. So, so Terry, for those of um, those who don't know, um, describe what Chop House is about, if you can. Chop House. Mm, Chop House. Um, <laughs> Which has a thing. Thank you. Chop House is a horror. Um, let's see. Um, it's a. It's a. Uh, do you, I don't know. Do you consider it a slasher, Nick? I or do consider it? it a slasher, kind of a slasher thriller. Um, but um, yeah. Uh, I, I think that it's something that could be translated into if, like, for instance, somebody bought the property has made a movie out of it, they would turn it into a typical slasher film, which isn't right. what it is because of the characters are so fleshed out. It could probably translate very well with the right director. But um, uh, there's a lot of murder and mayhem in Station House Number 1 <clears throat> also. I mean, geez, that uh, there's like... Um, both Chop House and Chop House 2, but uh, uh, Station House 1 seems to be a little bit more extreme also. And then you right. have When the Night Darkens the Streets, but that actually includes um, – uh, I've got a story in that, and it's uh, like uh, different stories. And, and uh, oh, I forgot the name of the artist uh, artist that was in it. Wait a minute. Who, who, was, who helped us with that? Um, Do you remember? Uh, Gary, his name was Gary. Yeah, Gary. Yeah. Oh, I could, I could visualize the cover. I don't want to pull it, it up. Is, uh, Goddard. It, uh, 
something Gabbard, Gary? yeah, Gary, Gary yeah, Gabbard. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Yeah, so and that was cool. I think that came after Station House Number One. I think yeah. that was the last one, and then the Ragman <clears throat> is coming up, which will be you in all your bright shining glory. So the original spark for Chop House, the story, um, actually was kind of a Charles Manson um, um, idea that I had, kind of fascination with that whole the family and. Um, you know, the Manson family and, and Colts in general, and then taking that oh. to a supernatural level. What if Charles Manson actually had those supernatural powers? And that was kind of what drove me to that and wanting to kind of peek behind the, the door at the Colt. Nice. And, uh, includes, yeah, good. that was good. Good. the original. Good. Wow. That's definitely intriguing right off the bat. So. And then with, with yeah. Chop House 2, I felt really strong with it because the the opening scene just kept – I didn't think I'd write up part two, and the opening scene kept coming to me all the time, the, the daughter and the mother pulling up to the, the house years later to the sheriff. And it was just uh, – I said, I've got to write this then. And once you, I open the floodgates, starts happening. And I, I felt stronger as a writer with part two, of course, and I just – I fleshed it out a lot. So hopefully, you know, people like that. Oh, well, yeah, you did. And yeah. uh, it's a little bit of a bigger book, too. So you put even yeah. more thought in, into that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's actually kind of cool that you're talking about how you, it's just kind of like in your head, like, I got to do it. 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 Damn it. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, get that. I, I get that yeah. feeling. I that. Yeah, it's kind of like when you're thinking of a scene or just a specific line for the book, and it's like, man, I'm going to skip ahead a couple of chapters. I'm going to write this down, and I'm going to fit it in later. You know, if you want to get deep in thought, a lot of artists, you know, will say in music or whatever, they'll say uh, there's some kind of like, uh, you know, what is time? What is space? You know, time is, time is, a, uh, is our construct that, you know, we've created, uh, the universe, all that. And they feel like a lot of times when they write things, they're just like pulling it out of something they might have already done. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like where you're – and then once you're done, you're like, yeah, you know, maybe maybe this was, you know. And that's how I feel a lot of times like where it nags at me and I know like – well, is this something that, you know, I have written and I'm just accessing it, you know? That's kind of weird, I know, but what is time, right? You know, if you want to get into all that. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, as long as you get it out there and you, it, it's exactly the way that you envision it, that's what matters. That's a good I mean, thing. Yep. You know. One thing that I I know about time, and I'm a thinker. I, <laughs> I I think a lot about the secrets of the universe, the meaning of life, and reevaluate my eh, stuff that I believe. And sometimes it changes little by little, and it goes you know stuff. But um, uh, one thing I do know about time is I never have enough of it. <laughs> Well, not, not to mention, we already know, though, at the end of the day, that the answer to the meaning of life is 42. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I think it's 176. No, I just okay, thought well, that up out of my head. I'm just. Kidding. I thought it was 69. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for that. That sounds good. 69 yeah, always works. Number two. Yep. There's Terry Horns on Facebook. Terry. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, here in Michigan, yeah. we have a road called Big Beaver Road, and the exit to get on it is exit 69. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's true. It's in Troy, Michigan. Well, I, hey, I mean, we, it, it, could, that, it could be worse you know. on that one, Tom. Um, yeah. You know, down down here, uh, God, this this is going back about maybe about ten years ago. I I took a brief start working in a telemarketing office, and uh, right up the road from us was a uh, retirement community. One of my first customers was a gentleman named Harold Balls, and I kid you not, he was like, "Just call me Harry," Harry. and I'm like, "No." <laughs> Let me read my script, damn it. <laughs> uh, I saw this uh, this uh, um, uh, thing on YouTube that had a compilation of uh, weather reporter bloopers um, oh, yeah. and, and stuff. And then uh, uh, one uh, weather reporter in some other state said, uh, the weather's going to be 69, and, and then it went back to the anchor, and the anchor, she said, yeah, I like 69. 69's great. <laughs> good yeah, so, some, of, some of those bloopers always, always make for a good laugh, that's for sure. <laughs> Indeed they do. Yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, so, so Terry, you, um, um, uh, in your dedication for the book, you said that you're going to show me something. When are you going to show me something? You said that you're going to show me something great or something. Or is that, uh, uh, sorry. Um, well, we'll just have to wait till it's released. Okay, okay. okay. Surprise. <laughs> Cue the suspenseful music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that that book is going to come out uh, quicker than you think, actually. Um, yeah, it, it looks like I'm going to have a bunch of books come out all at the same time. Which is neat before the end of the year, and then I can go score, score. I'm I'm back in business, back in production, because you know, I mean, year after year, uh, I uh, it, it, there's there's uh, problems at home, there's setbacks, there's things, so we go through a bunch of oh, he's coming out with like five books, so oh, there they are, and then like a few months of silence, and then oh, there's another one. Uh, stuff, but it's uh, yeah, yeah. It's gonna to, uh, next year is gonna be a great year too because I've got like we we get like two thousand five hundred submissions and I have to wade through them. Usually, I know just by the first paragraph, the first sentence, or if I want it or not. 
So it's kind of easy to like dwindle everything down. But um, I, I'm about to make some important announcements with that too. So, uh, and we keep going. This is like we're going into 2022 now. So we've got like more stuff, and and with Terry's the Ragman, that's going to be that personally to me that's more exciting than anything else, actually. Hey, no, no, um, you're excited about Tom's book too. Well, no, Tom's book is for next year, but this is something that's yeah. a little different, and it involves okay. me too, personally. I know. So I, I, you know, will will there be any possibility of acquiring uh, double autographed copies? Yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah, Oh yeah, yeah, I would think so too. Yeah, we could actually Excellent. make that a thing. We can make that a thing. Hey, Nick, you know, at some point, you should probably write a nonfiction about uh, uh, being a writer and a publisher and maybe a guide in the field with your experience. I I would love to do that. I kind of want to do like a how-to book or like what other writers do, like tell people how to write or like show from experience how to write, you know, that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, what I've always wanted to do is like um, put down something a little bit more philosophical uh, that has to do with writing, but has to do with my view of the way I see the world. Also, uh, it, the thing is, though, I don't want to put anything controversial out there associated with black bedsheet books, and if they don't like it, then they don't like any of us. Right. Because you guys are all like you know that uh, part of my business and everything so it's like very touchy especially people are so touchy nowadays anyway with the woke thing and all the so but i could probably narrow it down to more like a i don't know i'll figure it out it's been in my head for a little while um but yeah we'll see it'll be something uniquely me if it happens i still got oh i am working on a new collection um, there there are like some short stories that I've done that were published in other places over the last maybe four years that uh, uh, four or five five six years that I'm going to put together with some new stuff uh, like the the one I did in um, the um, what do you call it our anthology um, uh, read us or die which actually next year. I'm going to put up um, a uh, Raiders or Die 2, actually. Oh, nice. Raiders or Die again. Some other authors about that, Raiders or Die 2. But the story that I I put in the the, the first one, I want to flesh out more and put that in a new collection. But, yeah, we're actually, yeah, I've talked about this with some other writers, too. We're uh, Jason Gaylor, and so we're going to come out with a Raiders or Die 2 next year at some point. So I'm going to make an announcement probably in January. And, you what, know, about, so what about Francie? Francie, what about you? What about a follow-up to Werewolf? Yeah. Yes. Nick, Nick's always yelling at me about it. Yes, I got to sit down. I do have an office now. So I oh. need to sit down and I need to write it. Because it's in my head. It's like you're talking about how everything's in your head. I got my opening scene in my head now. So, yes. There will be a werewolf too, if Nick will publish it, 
in a well, yes. Well, yes. Make sure, make sure it, your first sentence or paragraph's a good one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I told, I told, him, I told him how I was going to do it, and Nick was actually kind of impressed with my opening scene. You know, it's one, one uh, like a uh, little uh, personal thing that I always laugh to myself about. Uh, that I never share with anybody because if I did, it will eventually get old. Every time I hear somebody wants to publish it, I keep hearing the word shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that happens. <laughs> But yes, there, there will be there will be a werewolf too, and I yeah, think I know werewolf. how I'm going to do yeah. it. I, I I think I got it, and I was writing on it, but then that computer crashed, and uh, Nick I told Nick about a couple of my little lines, and Nick said, "Okay, that's coming. Keep coming, keep them coming." <laughs> so. Yes, there will be a werewolf too. Nick is yelling at me. He's like, "Why aren't you writing this yet? Why?" Yeah, so. I yell at her. I choke her. I throw her across the room. He yeah, does. sometimes I, I, uh, I like uh, take uh, one of the uh, swords and impale her with it that I, I use for a Halloween prop, and she comes back to life. And why don't you yeah. work on your book? Because I got to do a thing full of dishes. That's the thing I'm trying to figure out. If we didn't cook the night before, why is there a sink full of dishes the next day? I'm telling you, it's the gremlins. It is the gremlins. They had a picnic. Yeah. There is a small ragdoll likeness of yourself that goes to mine. And says, hey, let's put more dishes in this sink. Well, at least oh, the horror. Tina. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> All right, well, Blog Talk Radio is about to cut us oh, off. Oh, hold on. Terry. Hold on, oh. one more thing. I told Tom this the other day, but Terry, you're, you're um, there too. So uh, this classic horror series that I'm doing, that started with uh, Carmela. And uh, we're getting out Frankenstein this week, uh, our first introduction for such a series with Raina Young. I told Tom, I'm telling you, too, I'm going to hit you up to do an introduction for one of these. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if you'd like, yeah. 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 Cool. We're in good company, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, at least you get your name in there. And then, you know, what I'm hoping for is, like, uh, even though there's competition with all these, um, what do you call it, uh, um, um, oh, books that don't have copyright that anybody can publish. There, there, there's a lot of them. A lot of publishing houses come out, pump out Dracula's, Frankenstein's, stuff. Public I'm domain. trying to find the other ones <laughs> that are public domain. Yes, that's the word. Um, and uh, so, you know, but horror... And that we can revive, and maybe that'll make a little extra income for black bed sheet and stuff. But um, uh, what I'm hoping for, like I said, is like uh, every once in a while, I've heard from other publishers too that a, a school orders a bunch of copies for their classes. So mm-hmm. that's I, I'm going to try to like sell them to schools and everything. Good and try idea. to like cool. things. 
and stuff. So yeah, if your cool. name, if you do an introduction to it, then you know there there you are, and then they'll probably look you up too. So that's you know the connection. Uh, yeah. 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 Anything. Also, yeah. also, I I'm starting to make some slowly make some deals with independent filmmakers that have movies coming out. I've got one. I forgot the name. Primal. Mm, yeah. Um, actually, um, and he's very interested. He wants to know how are you going to make a novelization of this production? Well, I'm going to choose one of my authors. I'm going to put the word out, and then assign it, and then they can write it based on the screenplay, and I'll publish it. I'm so very interested in that. Nick. That's going to work. Personally, gonna... I really, I really would like to write novelizations. Oh, awesome! I'm very interested in awesome. that. Yeah, cool. so I want to make yeah. I, I want to make avenues available for the authors I already have, besides their own books. Just like offer them, like you know, with the classic horror series, with novelizations and things like that, and anything else I could do. Wouldn't that be great if somebody made a movie out of one of them? So you know, oh yeah, you know, you know, trying well, to work I'm, on I'm, it. Oh, you know, you you. You got a uh, screenwriter right here, so you have my uh, my interest. <laughs> yeah. There you awesome. go. What does to do? Yeah, just just say when though. What what do you need? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I I indubitably will. In I like that word indubitably. Yes. I've never heard that word till I met Nick. All right. Uh, so yeah, we uh, are so Harry Horns, where where can we find you? Yes. When you're not in Facebook jail. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> um, can you find me? Like if somebody was stalking you on the Internet. If someone was stalking me on the Internet. Facebook is probably the quickest. When he's not in jail. Right when I'm not in jail. But, I mean, I'm sure you could still contact me while I'm in jail. I know you can do Messenger. Oh, okay. And are you, yeah, I wasn't really sure if they had a website right or not. But, but no, also, you can find uh, Terry Horns at uh, at blackbedsheetbooks dot com. He has yeah. his own page there. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, you can uh, cool. not only buy his stuff directly from there, but it has links to like Smashwords, Amazon, all that, the whole nine yards. So all you have to do is, like, well, in this day and age, all you have to do is look them up on Google or a good search engine. But anyway, all roads lead to blackbedsheetbooks.com. So he has his – everybody has their own Facebook page. Tom Sawyer, I don't have one. I've got my own website, (laughs) um, which is like a totally different animal. It's got pages of stuff. Mixed got Yeah. Got a website. Ooh, look at you. I've got my own website. I'm better than you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go, go daddy.com. King of the world. Terry, we're going to do a uh, a Christmas special on Francie and Friends on the 22nd. If you would like to call in and wish everybody a Merry Christmas. All right. Sounds good. 
Yeah, we're we're going to be playing oh. some Christmas music, and we're going to be roasting some marshmallows, and oh, probably not, but and roasting we'll some roasting some sounds like a scary roasting on an open fire. Some chipmunks fire. We might even have some neighborhood dogs on the barbecue. No, we are not doing neighborhood dogs. Tastes I like got chicken, dogs cooking in the microwave. <laughs> got a week's worth of sausage from Lassie's remains. It's a great pain. He's not because alive, but his ribs are roasting underneath. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Gary we can have a feast. Animal so Free food, too, you know, like roadkill. Only, only oh the, the part about roadkill is you can't kill them yourself. They're already dead. Beauty no, about the neighborhood a... dogs is... Gary. <laughs> Nikki I know that Terry's an animal activist, <laughs> It's the thrill of the aftertaste. Yeah. What was this supposed to be? <laughs> they have a member of PETA, Where too, people eating tasty animals. <laughs> All right. All right, you guys. Before we go into Blog Talk Radio Jail, William, we're yes. going to play your all-time favorite Christmas song. All right. The first thing at Christmas that such a pain can be is finding a Christmas tree. The second thing at Christmas that such a pain can be rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. The third thing at Christmas that such a pain can be hangovers rigging up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. Sending Christmas cards, hangovers, rigging up the lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The fifth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, five Sending Christmas cards, hangovers, rigging up the lights, and finding a Christmas tree. The sixth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me, makes me my Bringing up these lights and finding a Christmas tree. The seventh thing at Christmas is such a pain to me. Tell me you don't even think that my inward is Sending Christmas cards. Oh, geez. I'm trying to rig up these lights and finding a Christmas Get a job, you bum! 
Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah, I better get on And it, reindeer hunting. Yes. No. Exactly. Yeah, shotgun. No. Shotgun. Reindeer hunting. Santa party. Get All their right, antlers. It, it's hard for antlers to be uh, uh, to put reindeer antlers in your living room because if they can fly, then it's not going to stand the wall for too long. It's going to go up to the ceiling. Well, 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 don't worry. In this day and age, next thing you know, the FAA is going to probably uh, ground them for uh, illegal flying anyways. That might be true. That that could be a good, like, Christmas It sequel, which uh, yeah. you'll float too, but he's talking yeah. to reindeer with their antlers. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like yeah. it. Listen, let's roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> or float with, let's float with it. Yeah. Well, we got to do the Bloody we Mary skit. Oh, we got to do the Bloody Mary skit first, though. What? Bloody Mary skit? Is what that a you, dance? Yeah, have somebody in the. Yeah, we talked about that when uh, when Mr. Yeager was on the show. Oh yeah. Kid, okay. yeah, and Bloody Mary comes out of the mirror is like what? What do you want? Do you know where I was? Yeah, I never mind. We'll talk about this. All right. All right. Go. Good night, everybody. Okay. Good, Good night, night, everyone. Bye. Good night, everybody. Thanks, Terry. He's gone. And everybody, thank you, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Don't forget hamsters say woo. Yeah. Hamsters say woo. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.